This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, so the Pasha begins with the war. Kiseitzer HaMochama Kiseitzer HaMochama Alei Vechom Kiseitzer, we've discussed before that the idea of Teitzer, of going out means the Neshama that goes out of Shemayim, goes out of its source, goes out of the Kisei HaKavod and it comes down to this world. Parashas Kitavo, next week's parasha is coming, the Neshama coming back to its source. But Kitetze means the Neshama comes down to this world to live a life down here for 70, 80, 90 years down here in this world. The Pasuk says, Kitetze Lamelchama. What's the purpose of our life down here? The purpose of our Neshama coming down into the Guf. The Guf is an opposite. The Guf runs after, the, runs after materialism. The Guf runs after Yitzhahorah. The purpose of living our lives down here is for war. We're here to wage war. We're here to fight. We're here to overcome. We're here to conquer. Hashem told Adam Rishon, conquer, conquer the world, conquest, conquering. Life for an Ashama down here, of course it's a fight. <laughs> of course it's a fight. And that's what we're here for. We're here to fight. Your Ashama comes down here to fight. We're really here to fight, to Kivshua, to conquer, conquer, to conquer. The Gemara says in Brochus, A person, Yargis, Rashi says, A person's always going to fight his Yitzhahara. He's always going to wage war. He's always waging war. That's life. This is the fundamental of an Avodah Hashem of a Jew. And people don't realize this. We'll discuss soon. Why not? People don't like fighting the Yitzhahara. Every Jew feels, you know, I wish I wouldn't have a Yitzhahara. If you wouldn't have a Yitzhahara, you'd be bored down here. You have, no, you have no purpose down here in this world. King David, David HaMelech, he killed his Yitzhahara. The Pesach says in Tehillim, Libi Chalal Bekirbi. His heart was like a corpse. He killed his Yitzhahara. And they looked for him to find him a girl. It says in Novi at the beginning, that they, 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 they looked for him a girl, a young girl, to warm him up. They revived his Yitzhahara. And the Holy Teferish Shlomo writes, that he was old already, and he'd killed his Yitzhahara, he had no more Yitzhahara. He, he was done with it once and for all. If a person's done with his Yitzhahara, then there's no purpose of living. And Dovod HaMelech would have to leave this world. Is his loyal Tamidim, they found him a young girl to hang out with him, to revive his Yitzhahara, to, he should have a Yitzhahara, to bring his Yitzhahara back to life. Because here in this world, if you don't have a Yitzhahara, then, 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 then life is, there's no purpose of life down here in this world. Person needs his Yitzhahara. And you should know one thing. The Yitzhahara brings a person simcha, not the opposite. Because there's no greater feeling of simcha than overcoming. If you fight and you have a conquest and you win, is that's what gives you simcha. That, that, that's what brings a person to simcha. What brings to simcha? Fighting and winning. It's an incredible thing. The Gemara says at the end of Sukkah, in the chapter that's discussing the simcha on Sukkah, the simcha is based on Sha'eva. The simcha is based on Sha'eva. And what's the idea of Simcha's Beis HaSha'eva? Sha'eva means because they used to draw the water, you know, you know, they used to draw water from the Mayna Shalach, and they used to, it's called Nisach HaMayim. On Sukkot, there's a water, a mitzvah of a water libation. They brought water from down here up onto the Mizbeach. Water, says the deeper Kabbalistic Sfarim, water represents Taiva. Water, water represents Taiva. The Tanya brings it down. Taking the water from below and bring it up on the Mizbeach means I'm realizing the importance of Taiva. I'm realizing the importance of having a taiva, having a yitzhar. And that's why Sukkot was is a happy yontif. It was called the Simcha Space Hashaiva. 
the simcha of drawing the water. Water is taifa. The waters below correspond to taifa for Yitzhahora. There's waters above and there's waters below. The waters above, up in heaven, are waters of taifa, of, of Kedusha. And the waters below down here in this world are the waters of taifa for, for, for worldly things. When, we, when they used to take the water, draw the water, which was the sho'eva, the simchas beis sho'eva, to draw the water and bring it up on the mezbeach, they were taking the taiva and they were realizing and appreciating how important the taiva is and how focal the idea of a Yetzirah is in the life of a Jew. And that's the yomtav of sukkahs. And that's why there's an incredible Gemara at the back. In the Gemaras that are talking about the simcha of how happy and how joyous it was, the dancing all night long on sukkahs, the Gemara has a long, 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 lengthy essay about the eulogy, about the Hesper, the eulogy, about the mourning over the Yitzhahara when Hashem is going to destroy the Yitzhahara. The greatest eulogy that ever was and will ever be is the eulogy over the Yitzhahara. We should be rejoicing when the Yitzhahara dies, when the Yitzhahara is destroyed. No. Life won't be with the same meaning. Life won't be with the same struggles, with the same... A person has to realize that struggling for Hashem, he's growing, he's growing. You have to be happy for the struggles. Struggles are what's bringing us closer to Hashem. A person who doesn't have struggles in life, he can't get anywhere near close to Hashem, like somebody that doesn't have struggles. That's why about Tshuva, they say, is greater than Tzaddikim. Because a tzaddik doesn't have these struggles. And a Balchuva has all these struggles. But struggles are something that, uh, that wars and winning is something that, that is the, the, the ABC of a Jewish life. And that brings a person tremendous simcha. What brings you simcha? When you feel you overcame a Yitzhahara. That brings simcha. So the eulogy of the Yitzhahara is, is in the Gemara that talks about the simcha of the simcha's Besha because eulogy, even though eulogy is not a joyous occasion, you don't eulogize with simcha, but we're going to miss the Yitzhahara because the Yitzhahara brought us so much simcha in life. And that's why we know that the mitzvah of bris mila is so related to simcha. Like the, like, like the, the Apostle says in Tehillim, Sos says, I'm happy. And the rabbi is dashing that referring to the mitzvah of Mila. The mitzvah of Mila brings simcha. Because the mitzvah of Mila, that's the part of the person where he's fighting. That's the part of the person where he's fighting. Fighting, that's the sacred avoider. That brings simcha. It's an incredible thing. That when the Jews went out to war in last week's parasha, it says that the Kohen, Mashuach Muhammad, an anointed Kohen, used to be the one to brief them before they went out to war. Why was it necessary for a coin to brief them? The coin belongs in the Besamikdash. And he was a special coin. He was anointed. He was like, almost like a coin god. Almost like a high priest. And he was the one that would brief the soldiers before they went out to war. Why do you need the coin for that? The answer is that everybody knows that the Besamikdash, everybody knows that the Besamikdash, that's where all the sanctity takes place. That's where all the Kedusha is. And here the Torah is telling us, Going out to war, and that just doesn't mean the Jewish people going out to war. It means that every Jew in his own spiritual war, he connects to the Beis HaMikdash. You know the Beis HaMikdash is a holy place? You agree the Beis HaMikdash is a holy place? Well, going out to war and fighting with your evil inclination and fighting with the tumor of the Goyim to stop them penetrating into us, that's an, equal, that's an equally holy place. So the Koyim from the Beis HaMikdash would come and brief us when they went to war. In the story of Hanukkah, 
Who were the brave soldiers that went out and defeated the Greek army? Who were these brave soldiers? The Kohanim, Atasyom, Enyarcha, and Kohen Gadol. Why did the Kohen, why did the Kohanim have to go out to fight? The answer is, the Besamekdash is a holy place? Yes. Who are the people that appreciate holiness? The Kohanim. They're the ones that go out to fight. To teach us how much Kedusha lies in every battle that a person fights with his Yitzhahara. It's not that you fight with the Yitzhahara and you overcome him and then you start with Judaism. It's not that you just you know, get rid of the Yitzhahara and then you can begin Judaism. <laughs> this is Judaism. And a Shama in this world is here to fight. Fighting is an integral part of the Judaism. There's a base of Migdash which is Avodah Hashem, and there's wars which are Avodah Hashem. And the Kohanim played a dual, played a, played a dual role. Avodah the base of and they also were connected to Melchamas, to wars, as, we just, as you just quoted earlier. So this is the idea of Kiseitzi la Melchama. person got to realize you mustn't be tired of Melchamas. You have to derive simcha from Melchamas. You have to derive happiness from Melchamas. And you know what? When a nation goes out to war for the king, they risk their lives. It's hard to fight. Who are they doing it for? Who's gaining from their, who's gaining from their mysterious nefesh? 100,000 soldiers, half a million soldiers are going out to fight. They're all risking their lives. Thousands get killed. Thousands get injured. For who? For the king. When we go out to fight, we are the ones gaining. We are the ones growing. When we fight the Yitzhar, when we overcome the Yitzhar, we are the ones getting closer and closer to Hashem. We are the ones feeling the kirvas alekim that comes through fighting. A person can walk in the street for five minutes and he can have a hundred battles. And he keeps his eyes down. He's won a hundred battles. Battles take years. And here in two seconds, he's won a battle. He's getting medals. He hasn't got, he hasn't got room on his shoulders. <laughs> for all the medals, he's getting for a simple walk five minutes down, the, down to the grocery store. You walk in the street, you get into your car. It's all battles. You could listen to Tuma, you could listen to Kedusha. You take out your iPhone, you could listen to Kedusha, and you could listen to the worst Tuma. It's a fight. But you have to appreciate that this is what Judaism is all about. And you have to have simcha. You have to have simcha. You have to be happy as you see yourself fighting and winning and winning and winning. And even if during a war, sometimes the person doesn't always win every single battle. If you, won, if you won 20 battles in the last half an hour and you stumbled on one and you fell on one, still a big, still a big, big, big victory. The reason why we don't like fighting is because this is where Amalek comes in. Amalek attacked us when we left Mitzrayim. The first war that we had was with Amalek. We were tired, the Pasuk says. In this week's parasha, the end of the parasha, we were exhausted. We came out of Mitzrayim. We weren't in the mood of a battle. We weren't ready for battles. And that's where he comes to fight. Because he wants, he wants us to, to dread battles. He wants us to feel threatened by battles. He doesn't want us to enjoy the battle. And my proof is that after Amalek was destroyed in the story of Purim, we asked for battles. Esther asked King Ahasuerus, can we go again to fight? And then the next day, can we go again to fight? What are you fighting so much? You've won the whole story. Haman's hanging on a tree. 
Mordechai is, is the closest to the king. Esther's the queen. Could you have a better deal? Why do you want to fight? Because once Amalek's destroyed, you, we enjoy battles. He's the one, and because we're living at the end of his exile, that's why we get so tired from battles with the Yitzhar. That's coming from Amalek. Just like when we left Mitzrayim, the Pasuk says in the end of this week's parasha, you're tired, you're exhausted. We weren't ready for battles. So too now we're living at the end of Amalek's exile. We're tired. But we have to appreciate how close we get to Hashem from a battle. How close fighting a battle for Hashem is to the avoid in the base of English. Comes to the end of the year, we make a cheshbon and nefesh before Rosh Hashanah. Part of the cheshbon and nefesh where we lost to the Yitzhar is because we couldn't be bothered to fight. But now, the weeks leading to Rosh Hashanah, we have to realize the importance and how sacred these fights really are. If the Gemara says, the Gemara says a person's always got to fight, we have to realize that this is mamish, an integral part of our Veda. And we have to enjoy it. And we know that we're so close to Mashiach. And once Mashiach comes, we won't be fighting, we won't have this Yitzhar. And we're going to miss him a lot. We're going to miss him a lot. So for the last moments of Golis, when Hashem, we mustn't look for fights, but when Hashem sends us fights, and today you don't look for fights, today they're all over you. Then it's you're not in the streets, then it's you're not in, on media all over you. So there you have to realize, in the last moments of Golis, we have time to grow. When Mashiach comes, you can't grow. You can only reap what you grew before he comes. What makes you grow? What makes you happy? When you fight and you win. Anxiety today, where the whole world is anxiety, is because the world doesn't fight. Everybody gives in to everything. Giving in to the evil inclination, losing every battle, of course it brings anxiety. Because if fighting and winning brings happiness, so we have to fight. And then that's Chosim Hashem will be Zorcha to the Gula Hashlema, will be Zorcha to Mashiach Sadkenu, from Herab Yameinu, Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.